Welcome to McChesney Unchained, a new show on the DNBR Podcast Network. Before we jump into it, we want you to know that this is a little different than our other shows. Matt McChesney is going to give you an uncensored take on what's going on in the football world, and if you have kids around, you may want to listen to this at another time. McChesney's opinions do not represent those of DNBR, but they are real, and they come from a CU legend who spent six years battling in the NFL trenches. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to episode 66. That's right, let it out. Little 66 action here on McChesney Unchained on the DNVR Podcast Network. Go to dnvr.com, check out all the amazing content. I am your host, as always, Matt McChesney, coming to you from 6-0 Studios at the one and only 6-0 Football Academy, 6-0 Strength and Fitness, where the Dungeon Family gets the grind on on the daily We'll be in here Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on the morrow, ready to go. We are doing a late night episode 66 uh, because the Buffaloes have finally finished their coaching staff from uh, a grand scheme of things. There's still one more job to fill, uh, but it is it is pretty much done up to this point. We're going to talk a ton about that and about the future of your Colorado Buffaloes. We're also going to talk a little bit about the uh, Underwear Olympics, the National Football League Combine in Indianapolis, is it going to stay there? Is it not? Vegas and LA are awfully warm this time of year in Indianapolis, and I'm telling you, because uh, I've been to it, is not um, at this time of year, to say the least. Talk about that a little bit, where the Broncos should go, where they shouldn't, uh, things of that nature. And then, you know, obviously, honestly, that's pretty much all we're talking about here on episode 66. We'll make this quick, and uh, we'll get rolling. So I'm sorry it took so long to get the episode out, folks, but I wanted the staff to be completed before... Uh, I started, you know, talking about where the bus go and how they get there. So let's do this shit. All right. The six zero quick step, go to six zero strength.com. Check it out or at six zero Academy on Twitter and Instagram. Check out everything we do. Quick zero. The six zero quick step is just that a quick step in the, uh, the 2020 NFL combine. All right. So the underwear Olympics are what they are. You got to take them with a grain of salt, but they're important. I mean, the kids are getting tested. It's a big day. Uh, some really incredible performances. Isaiah Simmons' performance was incredible. Uh, that what that guy ran a four three as a linebacker. If you can get your hands on that kid, then definitely want to draft him. The Broncos are not going to be there unless they move up. Um, and uh, you know the Giants don't take him at four; they're out of their minds. Uh, but I will say this: there were some very lackluster performances. Lavisca Chenault uh, ends up having to have surgery on his core muscle. That's terrible for him. Not what you want to see. Uh, didn't, didn't run very well in his 40. Obviously he's hampered by that. Uh, Steven Montez ran really well in his 40. I wonder where that speed was this whole time, why he wasn't running quarterback power the whole time, but it is what it is. Um, as far as the Broncos go, uh, sitting at pick 15, as long as they don't pick a receiver, I'm cool. I just don't, 
I don't with all the receivers in this draft, I don't think that the value is as great at 15 as it should be for other positions. Uh, I'm still trying to show up left tackle. Um, there's no way I'm giving Garrett Bowles the you know the the year here that he's looking for. Uh, so we'll see what happens with all that. But from a free agency standpoint, you have to find a way to re-sign Simmons. I'm hearing a lot of Chris Harris Jr.'s coming back, Derek Wolf coming back rumors, which to me insinuates they're probably one foot out the door. But honestly, and I know I'm biased on this, but I think Connor McGovern is the most important free agent that they have for the simple fact that he's developed into such a consistent player for them at the point of attack at the center position. Knowing him and the kind of blue-collar work ethic he has on a daily, it's what you want to build around. I think he could be as good as Tom Nalen if he stays consistent and keeps working the way he works. They're very similar type players. Uh, Connor is, is one of the strongest human beings I've ever been around, so he's got that on Tom. Uh, but Tom was an unbelievably good position blocker and rarely made mistakes and used leverage to his advantage. And that's the same thing Connor does. He's incredibly good at playing multiple positions, number one. But if you keep him at center, not only is he <clears throat> the most intellectual guy on the field and he's going to be able to dissect everything and tell everybody what they're doing. He was Reisner's best friend all year. He's the guy that calms down Garrett when he goes on one of his baby Ruth, you know, freakouts and ah, not the holding penalty yeah it is you big dummy go back over there and stand there you can't do that kind of shit that's 60 every time telling him how to do it how to break it down get your ass back on the line and play ball you don't let that guy walk out you don't develop him for somebody else we've already done that with ben garland ty sambrello michael schofield you know the list goes on and on and on so i i don't like developing guys for other teams and hopefully we don't do that with Connor mcgovern Pay this man. Like to see Derek Wolf back as well. Just don't pick a wide receiver at 15. That was your 6-0 quick step. Uh, and we move on from the NFL Combine. Remember, go to 60strength.com or at 60academy on Twitter and Instagram and check it all out. All right, so uh, moving forward here. Your Sunkiss Golden Moment. Go to at Sunkiss Denver on Instagram. My wife's company, Michelle McChesney. She does a great job. It's professional organic spray tanning. All you guys out there looking for a great gift idea for your, your lovelies, for your wife, your girlfriend, whatever. It's the middle of winter. The sun is not out, although it's going to be coming out. You know, those ladies want to stay looking golden and nice. And the organic spray tan at Sunkiss Denver will get you just that. So check it out at Sunkiss Denver. Michelle McChesney. Uh, and they bring you the golden moment. The golden moment is your Colorado Buffaloes have pretty much finished their, uh, their hiring spree here after they had the great exodus. Now, first of all, Carl Durrell, we'll just start there. Carl Durrell is an unbelievably good hire. I think he's the closest thing to Gary Barnett you're going to get. 35-27, and 27, I think, is his career record at UCLA with two 10-win seasons in the middle of the USC dominance of LA and college football. Uh, I played against Carl Durrell-led team. So, you know, he's. I think he's a great hire. I know that he loves Colorado. And I can't wait to get up there in front of them and talk recruiting and talk about the four kids that are committed to Boulder and in the in the room that I'm working with and all the other talented guys in the room that, that should be in Boulder and trying to build this thing the right way. Uh, I love the hire. I think it's, it is safe and that's okay. It's also smart. It's also the right thing. Um, you know, Mel Tucker and his exodus, I'm over it. And now he's Michigan State's problem. And to be honest with you, if Wisconsin opens up, he'll probably leave. So, <laughs> it sucks. Um, I, I like the staff that they put together. I love that they retained Shiverini 
and they give him the offensive coordinator position. And I think he's going to open this up and really, really get creative in the run game and get nasty up front uh, and, and really get vertical in the run game rather than the lateral action we saw so much with Jay Johnson last year. We saw him go lateral a lot on third down, and I think Shiv will learn from his previous stint as the offensive coordinator and learn from the play-calling responsibilities that he had the first time around and get a lot better at it. And you know that he's the kind of guy that really just rallies around opportunity. He's always looking for his next one. And I love the fact that he stayed. He's the true heart of a champion in the Buffalo, and you know he bleeds black and gold, and we love you, Shiv, and thanks for staying, brother, and go lead those men because they love you. Uh, and it's a, it's I'm telling you, this is something special right now in Boulder. I think that the staff got better with Tucker leaving. And I know that sounds crazy, but I think we upgraded at damn near every position. Shiv is an upgrade over Jay Johnson. I truly believe that Carl Durrell will be a better coach than Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker's 5-7. and seven. Durrell's 35-27 and 27 with two 10-win seasons. Who's the better coach? And just because he's in the NFL for 12 years doesn't mean he can't coach in college football. The hypocrisy knows no bounds. So Eric Bieniemy is okay coaching in the NFL for however long he's been there. And he can come back to Boulder, but Carl can't? Come on, be consistent. You look at the rest of the staff. Hagen stays on. You keep Mikowski as the linebacker coach. Still got to fill inside linebackers. All right, you keep Tyson Summers, who, and I know that everybody thought Mel was the reason with all the intricate blitzing and stuff, but that was Summers at the end of the year last year. That was Tyson coming up with those blitz schemes and hitting people in the mouth in the Stanford and Washington games, those two huge wins at home. So I love the fact that Tyson stuck around and that, that Coach Durrell saw that also. I guarantee you he evaluated film on the guy. He's just going to be his defense coordinator. And not only that, but Tyson gets a defensive line coach in Chris Wilson, who has been a defensive coordinator before, who has produced so many great players. I don't even know where to start with this. The hiring of Coach Wilson as the defensive line coach, it made me cry when he told me seven days ago. I couldn't tell anybody. And I am so damn excited about hiring this man back to Boulder. This morning, I got a text message from him that just said home. And it's a picture of Folsom with an exclamation point. And that's how I feel. I feel like, I feel like a, a family member is moving back to town. And I, I don't mean to be like, oh, this is so cool because he's so close. No, 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 no. This is so cool because Coach Wilson is a bad motherfucker. This man is going to get the absolute best out of Lang, out of Mustafa, out of out of all the pass rushers, out of Big Sam, J, Big Jalen's up front, the nose tackle. That group up front, Mustafa Johnson and I were exchanging texts earlier. I mean, dude, they're going to be salty as salt. It is going to be nasty because Coach Wilson doesn't know any other way. You either play hard or you don't play. And he's going to recruit depth. We had dudes when I was in Boulder on the defensive line. And you were taught how to play at a ferocious pace, a ferocious level, that made the offensive line try and match you, not the other way around. So, that you know, we, we've had good defensive lines the last couple of years. But when, when Coach Wilson was in Boulder from 2004, the whole time I was there, I had the same position coach and the same head coach. Extremely lucky. It doesn't usually happen like that. But when Coach Wilson was at the University of Colorado that whole time, Put out guys like Tyler Brighton, first-round draft pick, Justin Bannon, myself, Abraham Wright, Gabe Ninus, Sam Wilder, who played a ton of defense and then moved to tackle and played in the NFL for a long time. He was intricate in recruiting a lot of guys. He does a great job recruiting Texas. 
That's where his roots are. He played at Oklahoma. He played against Darian back in the day. There's an unbelievably cool picture of Coach Wilson jumping and Darian kind of pump faking him. And Wilson's in the air trying to knock the ball down and Darian's on the ground. It's, it's a badass picture. Ian Folsom. So he's got major roots here. And he knows what it's like to win. He's part of three championship teams. Division champions, one conference championship team. He knows how to recruit. He's got a Super Bowl ring. That means something. This is such a massive upgrade at the defensive line position. It's not even funny. I mean, it, it is unbelievable, the upgrade. Now, I, I think Coach Wilson is not only going to recruit his ass off, but he's going to get the most out of that group up front, and he's going to get them. that in turn. You're going to get the most out of Nate Lamon. I think the CU defense has a chance to be as good as some of those Washington defenses and Utah defenses have been in the past in the Pac-12. And they're going to have to be if we're going to turn the heads we need to because the Pac-12 gets about the same amount of respect as the fucking Mountain West these days. Oh, my God. That's a conversation for another time. It's driving me nuts. On top of hiring the the great Coach Wilson, who I'm so excited about this. I mean, in my opinion, it's a home run just because they hired him. They go out and they bag a, a, a Demetrius Martin from the University of Arizona. And D. Martin is one of the best recruiters in the country. His unit, his cornerback unit, was one of the top 20 in the country this year. Uh, I saw Arizona play live three times, and his unit was very opportunistic. They do a good job tackling in the open space. And to get him at the beginning of the spring ball cycle, to have it done to you sucks. <clears throat> but to do it to a rival is cool. <laughs> I know it sucks when I say that, but I'm sure Kyle DeVan, my man Porkchop, who's the old line coach down at Arizona, is pissed off about this. But, hey, this is the nature of the business, right? So they bring him in. He's an unbelievable recruiter. He's going to spice that up. You know, he obviously got a pay raise if he's coming to Boulder from a division rival. That also sticks the knife right in Arizona, which is good. I, I dig that. I don't really like the Wildcats, but none too much during the football season. During the offseason, they can recruit our guys all day. Please come by 6-0. Come on, Porkchop. Let's go, Coach. So I, I love that hire. And then they go out and they, they, they end the night with Mitch Rodriguez from Louisiana. Uh, the Raging Cajuns, and Mitch is a 25-year offensive line coach. Uh, he's been around the block. He knows a ton of people. He's got, you know, he's a very good technician. Uh, that That's what I know about him. I'm very eager to learn much more, both on scheme, his fit, how he wants the guys to use his hands independently or both. Does he want you blocked or does he want the technique first? There's there's a lot of differences in how offensive line is, is both communicated and how offensive line play is then done. So I'm very interested to see what Rodriguez could do with these guys up front. I think that the offensive line next year has a chance to be really young and also very salty, led by guys like Austin Johnson. You know, Austin, Big Salsa is down tomorrow at 2 p.m. again. I can't keep him out of the gym. It's a two-hour turnaround for him down and back, and he knows that he's putting in at least two hours plus with me every time he comes to the gym, and he just keeps getting better and better. Austin Johnson is a guy they can build around. Will Sherman is a special player. Recruiting a kid like Carson Lee up there, getting Jake Wiley in the mix. You know, the, the guys that they have up there, Keenan Ray and Jake Ray and all these other cats, I think that there's going to be a ton of competition. And I also believe that this group is very eager to show that they're generally nasty. They don't need the juice from Coach Cap to get nasty. They didn't. Coach Cap didn't bring the nastiness. Salsa did. Austin Johnson brought that with him when he came from the gym. Carson Lee brought that with him. Jake Wiley brought that with him. So that's you know, like Mitch Rodriguez comes in, he's got to find a way to light that fire because there's plenty of goddamn gas. Those boys are pissed off. 
So needless to say, I love the staff. I think it's an unbelievably good upgrade. I do. I truly fucking believe this. If you look at the two staffs on paper, I think that the staff that, that Coach Durrell has put together here at the University of Colorado and the staff that Coach Tucker has put together at Michigan State, I think that the University of Colorado staff dwarfs the Michigan State staff. Period. It's not even comparable in my opinion. So they can take the sexy girlfriend who's probably got herpes. I'll stick with Mr. Consistent over here, all right? <laughs> oh, shit, man. So, episode 66 was spicy, and it was short, and I don't give a shit. I mean, that's the beauty of this show. Uh, big thanks to everybody at thednbr.com. Go check it out. Remember to check out the website at 60strength.com. And check out uh, Sunkiss Denver, my wife's spray tan company, uh, and give her some support as well. Um, look, episode 67 is going to be hot and spicy as well. We're going to bring that to you next week at some point. I'm going up to meet with the coaching staff at the end of this week. I had a great conversation with Rick George today, and the recruiting thing and everything with the staff being done is going to be rolling, and I really can't wait to get up there and uh, and meet with Coach Terrell and get things going. So uh, good talk with the Broncos today. Good talk with the bus today. Uh, we'll keep things rolling as the offseason goes. Talk a little XFL next time as well. That's been pretty impressive up to this point. Um, all right. Lastly, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate all the support and all the love on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, you can follow the show at DNVR Unchained. Uh, and remember this. Remember, please, if you're soft, stay away because the pride and tradition of the Colorado Buffaloes and 6-0 Football Academy, where the Dungeon Family lies, will never, ever be entrusted to the Timber of the Week. Ever. Remember that shit. Night, night.